welcome to the Destiny Podcast. We hope this message blesses you. To me, like the opposite of feeling loved is, an- is there is anxiousness, there is fear. Um, if I don't feel I belong somewhere, I'm, I'm at home somewhere again. It produces anxiety. It produces fear. Um, so that's why. Andy's like speaking so much about who we are that we are the children of God that we belong in his family that he is besotted with us because out of that place of knowing who we are that we're his that we belong that we're at home tranquility is a natural um overflow and what I wanted to talk about today was what I call leaning (laughs) which is my definition for believing right leaning yeah so as you sort of are leaning back and leaning I feel that as I lean on God um that's to me it's a, a great picture of tranquility um, and it's where God wants us that's it's a gift for us to step into if you like um, so I'm going to explain hopefully a little bit better as we read the Bible together Um, so I'm talking about believing and I, I know you've probably have done quite a bit of this with uh, Phil I would hope um, but so I'm just going to look at Genesis 15 first verse 6 which you've not got on your paper oh. sorry oh. Okay. Andy, could you just chuck me my glasses please from the pink bag the, the, yeah. I'll pass you the pink bag I'm using the amplified version at the moment because what it does is it takes a word and tries to convey the deeper meaning of that word. So we're going to look, the word believe that we're going to look at here, it's going to give you a few different words that convey what it means to believe. 
And it says, And he, Abraham, believed in, trusted in, relied on, and remained steadfast to the Lord, and he counted it to him as righteousness. So a normal Bible would just say that Abraham believed in the Lord, and it was counted to him as righteousness. Sorry, it's chapter 15, verse 6. What does yours say, Marek? And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Okay. What does righteousness mean to you? I assume you've done this with Phil as well. Have you? Not really. Okay. Right. What does your version say, Simon? And he believed in the Lord, and he accounted it to him for righteousness. Righteousness. Okay, so I'm just going to look at that word righteousness first of all, because um, we used to think of righteousness, I used to think of righteousness as kind of a doing word in a sense that, that my activity would be what brought about my righteousness, like we used to think about holy rather than it being a gift. What I see now is that And it says here in the Amplified, it's your right standing with God. Um, But it's not brought about by my behaviour, my actions. It's brought about as a gift of believing. And what it means to me is, would you stand up a second? So, you are God the Father. You are God the Son. Hi. (laughs) And I'll be Holy Spirit. So... Could we just stand up? Sorry, hold hands. So, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And we are in love with one another. <laughs> we are in absolute unity with one another. We're distinct people. We, we are distinct beings or whatever we want to say. But we are entirely honouring of one another. So we honour the Father, we honour the Son, and you honour the Holy Spirit. And there's no hierarchy in that. That's their sort of their. deep, deep relationship, that deep, deep love. And what we do is we wanted people to draw into this wonderful, beautiful relationship we have because it's when we have someone to love that our love grows and it needs an object or another being like ourselves to love um, and so we we, we we draw are we going no we just no, have to we draw these wonderful human beings that we have created into our relationship um, and that 
place of equal standing, of right being with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I'm going to look at the Song of Songs with you in a couple of weeks' time. And it talks about us being equal there. And you know, it blows your brain a bit. God could actually say that about us, that, that we're his equal, that we're in this place of absolute <coughs> right standing, and that he kind of limits himself to have that deep relationship with us. So, like, we want to know what Rebecca is dreaming and thinking. We're not going to control her and make her do it our way, but we're really Again, as as valued, as precious, as amazing as we know each one of us is, we're dead excited. Afraid of the Holy Spirit, whatever she might make him uh, do, or whatever. But just so enjoying life, living with us, and that's our desire and intent for humanity. And the reason I wanted us to do that kind of leaning back, falling back into, it is because I see that as. As you fall, you let go, don't you? Of trying to, you can't control um, the outcome. You can't control the, the way. You can't actually make yourself go forward and walk or anything. You just, you just at a place of absolute rest. And that, as I love that, I'm to put that word up. I can't believe it because I've never thought of that word. <laughs> but it is that place of tranquility comes from this and that's what righteousness is being drawn into this place of pain we are standing with one another in this you're just as you are just as amazing as him <laughs> and you're just as amazing as Jesus and this is what righteousness is it's a place of being You know, if you mess it, if you do something silly and mess up with it, it's alright. You're still here. 
you can't get expelled from this place. <laughs> Hey, baby, you're lesser than me. You know, what you're growing up doing all the things about that. You're, you're worth less than us. Do you? In fact, you know what? Because it's a bit like you the way around. And you just, you want to pick them up. And like, yeah. oh, I want you to know how amazing you are. That's what we feel like with our grandson, isn't it? Our grandchildren. I've got a daughter, granddaughter now. <laughs> um, anyway, to get my drift a bit. Do you understand a bit what yeah. I'm saying? This is what righteousness is. Alright. Okay. So it's about a place of being as opposed to activity. So go back to the verse. Abraham believed in, trusted in, believed in, trusted in. I like that word. Um, believed kind of feels almost like you've got to do something. <laughs> Whereas trusted feels a bit to me more like the falling back, which is I think where I get that sort of sense of leaning on him being from. So believed in, trusted in, relied on. Do you know what that is? Rely on. And yeah, so that's the meaning of believe. And, and God counted it to him as righteousness this right standing with God um, ok let's go to Romans uh, 4 verse 3 still not on the piece of paper sorry no not yet in fact I need to get a move um, so we're repeating the same verse again what time does Alan? Romans 4 verse 3 <laughs> let's start at verse 1 and just um, Marek would you read it because mine is with it being amplified it, it's a bit harder to follow so could you read Verse 1, 2, th- 5, please. Okay. What then shall we say to Abraham, our father, as found according to the flesh? 
For if Abraham was justified by works, he was something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. But to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. Brilliant, thank you. So for somebody who's working, if you're working and labouring for something and you were given a gift, then it would be what you were due, it would be what you were owed. But this gift of righteousness comes just by believing, which is what makes it, it's a gift, it's an absolute gift. Okay. Let's just look at John chapter 6 as well. And then I'm going to play you something. So John 6 is on your paper. Ha! (laughs) Except I'm going to start reading from verse 27. Okay, could you read it, Timon, please? From verse... John John chapter 6, from... Sorry. <laughs> John chapter 6 from verse 27 to 29. <coughs> Do not labor for the good which perishes, but for the food which endures the everlasting life. Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. Then they said to him, What shall we do that we make the work that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God that you believe in him whom he sent. Thank you. So Jesus is saying. put so much effort in really trying to do the right thing working for God in all these ways Um, what I want you to do is stop working really (laughs) believe just believe and trust put your trust in, lean on Because what that means is I've been drawn into this place of relationship like we just stood up with but now I'm going to live with you inside me and trusting you to live life through me so no longer Am I going to do things in my own strength? But I'm going to lean on you for your strength. And you know, that's very easy to say, isn't it? It's very easy to say. But when the rubber hits the road, we and things go a bit wrong in our lives or something, 
Um, it's very easy to, take, to try to take back control in some way. Um, so like for me recently, You know, my dad died at the end of last year, and, and it's just, we've had a very busy time since then with lots of things happening. And I think, um, somehow, I think this is why I, start, I wanted to really think about this, because I realised I'd got to a place where I actually began to feel a bit empty, a bit like worn out, a bit, uh, and I just took my eyes off the fact that <laughs> I actually, I don't have to produce anything. I can't produce anything, never mind, don't have to. Um, and what I, all I need to remember is, actually Dad, I'm just leaning on you. And you are going to love this world through me. You are going to... work through me today and so I just took a, a few days off which is why I haven't come into school the last two weeks um, I just because I think when you've got to that point, point and got so kind of low and exhausted and tried so hard yourself it's a bit you just need to take some time sometimes and I've just like been I'm leaning on you dad it's just all about you I'm going to just rest in you and in a sense, getting back to that place of tranquility. And I think, you know, God gives us our emotions. He gives us... It's all a gift. It's not something to be ashamed of, to try to hide. We have to listen to what's going on at times. And then we realise, oh, I've tried to be doing that in my own strength. I've forgotten that I'm right in this Godhead. You know, and, and grace, the whole... I mean, you should have heard a lot about grace up to now, I would imagine. The fact that Jesus Christ is in me and his presence flows through me and it's, it's him doing everything I have to do, whether I'm cleaning the kitchen or I'm... <laughs> I'm going shopping or I'm in church, talking to people, whatever I'm doing, everything is about his life being just him flowing through me, doing all this stuff, and we're doing it together and having fun. Um, yeah. Anyway, I wanted to play you, oh gosh, he's gone out now. It should be on, at the right place, on the computer, but it's, it's called Amman. Now this is a, by a Georgian Banoff, right? It's very, it's weird music. I don't know if you've ever heard music like this before. <laughs> okay. But what I want you to do is to try to catch the words. If we can, we'll do it as loud as we can. He has got a Bulgarian accent, um, and it is a bit hard. But if, but we'll catch as much as we can. And he's talking about the word believe, um, from the word, the Hebrew word that we looked at first of all which is in fact Amman. It is A-M-M-A-N, or it might just be A-M-A-N. Loud if we can, because it's... i got an Amman in my perfect. heart. Amman, that's the word. The Hebrew word for believe. 
out of sheer generosity, he puts us in the right standing with himself. A pure gift. He got us out of the mess we were in and restored us to where he always wanted us to be. And he did it by the means of Jesus Christ. God sacrificed Jesus on the altar of the world to clear that world of sin. Having faith in him set us in the clear. God decided on his course of action and full view of the public set the world in the clear with himself through the sacrifice of Jesus, finally taking care of the sins he had so patiently endured. This is not only clear, but it's now. This is current history. God said things right. He always makes it possible for us to live in his rightness. See what a man can do for you. Go ahead. Say it. A man. I really like that. Um, <laughs> could you understand what he was saying mostly? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't get it all, but I get most of it. <laughs> so the word, and he's, when he bumped into that Jew, the guy said to him, "Well, it, the word believe means more than." just having faith to them it means this is what he said that you hand yourself over to another person and say who you say I am I am who you say I will be I will be what you say I will do I do no you just I be I be handing yourself over to another person and agreeing, that means agreeing with them about who they say you are and who they say you will be. So that, to a Jew, that's what this word, believe, means. And I just love the sense, that even that thing of just handing myself over, you know, just see like being, being picked up, I've handed myself over to you, Jesus. I'm not going to say who I am anymore. Because who I am, through all a lot of my life, was a bit rubbish, I thought. I was quite fearful. I uh, was ashamed of who I was. Um, and all that produced anxiety. And it wearied me. And it produced fear. I lived in a lot of fear. Um, I would really struggle just to speak to people. I had, um, you know, an appraisal when you've been at work for a year or something, and it, it said something like, you know, that your work is really great, but it would be a lot better if you would actually speak to someone. But I'd, I'd grown up with this fear because I thought I was stupid, and I thought that, you know, I wouldn't be able to really hold conversations with people who were what I considered to be intelligent um, do you understand I was, I was forming my own opinions of who I was and they were not good so they were producing in me behaviour that would cause me to withdraw from people um, 
and not give myself um, so yeah so I will hand myself over to another and say who you say I am I am who you say I'll be I'll be I'll agree with you and we need to, to really be asking God okay who do you say I am because we are unique we're each unique individuals we are amazing people and he wants us to see ourselves as he sees us his kids in right standing with him like drawn into this wonderful relationship set free to do whatever you want to do I loved Sunday about freedom it was just I thought they did a fabulous job where it looks like to be free not religious let's play games on a Sunday sorry just a bye by the bar um, anyway so who you say I am I'll hand myself over to you God who you say I am I am who you say I'll be I'll be that's my place of believing leaning on what he says not on what I've been taught or, or brought up to think or come to believe about myself because of the way I've been treated anyway um, I just wanted to look at John chapter 1 which I've got written down here and I'm going to do a little bit of an exercise so this is from the Passion Translation okay now in another version it says that so we're on John chapter 1 verse 12 those who embraced him and took hold of his name now what the way that is what that says in Amplified in fact I'll just read it it's a bit easier is to all who received him and welcomed him he gave the authority to become the children of God those who believe in and rely on his name so this took hold of his name is another a way of saying believe as well right? so those who embraced him and took hold of his name believing in him were given the authority to become who they really are the sons of God We're all sons of God. We're all his kids. But we only have the authority to move in that when we believe who we really are. When we've come into that place of trusting, because then we have his power, him within us, to flow out. We can let it out. Um, verse 16. Well, I'll, verses but I won't we'll just go straight to that verse 16 now out of his fullness that's Christ's fullness he has everything all is in him all power all authority all love all 
peaceful joy. It's all within him. Out of his fullness, we are fulfilled. I looked up that word fulfilled um, in the dictionary. And it's satisfied or happy because of fully developing your own ability or character. I can be so satisfied and happy because my abilities and character are fulfilled in him. He's the one that's giving me all the ability. I don't have any natural ability, but in him I have all the ability I need to do those things that are in my heart to do. Um, and I have all the character. But I need all those things that love is. I have it because he's in me not because of anything I have to work up to be or do it, and the other words that it said you could use instead of fulfilled are satisfied, content happy, pleased untroubled, serene and it didn't say that word but tranquil that's why I can be fulfilled because it is that place of tranquility that place of actually I have the whole fullness of Jesus Christ in me and that's what's going to flow out. I don't have to work it up. I don't have to put the, have to try and beat anything. Just let him out. <laughs> so out of his fullness we are fulfilled and from him we receive grace heaped upon more grace. Grace being, it's just Jesus in you. That's how we live in us heaped upon heaped upon heaped upon more and more and more grace and I love this bit at the end that I wrote down for your 17 and 18 we'll just read Moses gave us the law but Jesus the anointed one unveils truth wrapped in tender mercy no one has ever gazed upon the fullness of God's splendor except the uniquely beloved Son, who is cherished by the Father and held close to his heart. Now, he, Jesus, leads the way to the place of honor at the Father's side. That's a bit like when I said, I pick up the child and I, I am honoring him. That's what he's doing with you. He's, you're at the Father's side with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's picking you up and he's saying, this is my kid. I honour him. And we just think of it so much the other way around, don't we? We honour you, Dad. We honour you, Jesus. And we do. We really do. But they're doing that to you too. I mean, it's just amazing. And then yesterday, as I was just thinking about just this verse came to me. And I've, I've uh, made it bold here it says in the ampli this is what it says in the amplified version because Zephaniah you know there's a lot of struggle been going on with the Israelites and everything but then right at the end it all turns around and it's like the promise really he will rest in silent satisfaction this is Old Testament because of what Jesus has done there is a rest there's a rest in heaven a 
absolute satisfaction over you, over that place of peace that you can now enjoy, that they're enjoying about you. God's resting in silent satisfaction. There's no more like having to try to clean you up. Jesus dealt with the whole sin problem, eradicated it, removed it. There's no more like having to pay in any way with sacrifices and all that. It's all been done. He's completely satisfied with who you are, resting in silent satisfaction. And he wants to draw you into that resting in silent satisfaction about who you are I'm the son of God entirely unique, my own person nobody like me and I'm his beloved and what I wanted you to do now is I want you to ask Jesus a question and I just did a little while ago and the question is what makes me unique because I, I don't know if it's have you done anything like that in, I know you've been asking you've done hearing God haven't you and written down what you feel is saying to you is this a question you've asked before would that be something you've done already or anything similar <laughs> can you do it again Great, you can do it again. Because there's always more to hear. Do you understand what the word unique means? Yeah. So I'm going to be very brave now and I'm going to read you. I'm not going to ask you to do this. But <laughs> what I wrote down uh, in answer to, to that question. I find I really enjoy having a paper, a pen and paper and just asking God something and then I just start writing down what comes into my mind and um, often it just I, I feel like God there's a, there's a kind of something as I'm writing that it just becomes like flowing out somehow um, so don't try and think too hard just try and trust <laughs> just trust the words that are coming to you lean on what comes alright so this is what I felt God say to me just to give you an idea really so this is my uniqueness right so what makes me unique I enjoy order tidiness, cleanliness I enjoy all the tasks needed to achieve these things I enjoy colour and beauty especially in a home a garden is a place of connection with God for me. So is walking outside. I love walking alone and often will preach and walk. It stirs my creative thought and helps me connect with the presence of God. I love music and enjoying playing the piano. I also love baking and cooking for others to enjoy. I feel I'm experimenting and discovering more uniqueness in me and enjoying that journey. 
Sharon, I made you to feel me in your surroundings, in music and in heart connections with others. You are a feeler of my heart and I love this. I love watching your heart grow and expand as you become more aware of me in your day-to-day walk. You are a massive spirit more than you realise. Your heart is in tune with mine as it pours out love on people it encounters and as it pauses in those still moments and as it engages in life's activity. You are my delight. So, you know, I don't know how uh, God wants to speak to you but I just wanted you to just have a little thought thinking of yourself in that circle his kid dad what makes me unique what is it you see about me that delights you because um, each one of us is so different so uh, gifted so complex and I want you to see the beauty of what's in you But I can probably tell you to the blue in the face, but I don't know you that well. But anyway, even if I did try and tell you, it won't go in. But when God says, when it comes right and you feel as if it's his whispers in your heart, and he's reminding you, I would never have thought of um, my tidiness as being something that's um, enjoyed by God, part of who he created me to be. But it is, and it's part of my uniqueness, and it's part of my, a part of that, creative flow of him through me some people might think I'm stifling that creative flow by my tidiness doesn't matter does it we're all amazingly unique in the way we see it the way we live he's just besotted with us and to, to, to learn to love and appreciate who he's made us to be is how we live in tranquility Okay. So have you got a pen? Because you could just turn your paper over. What was the question? What? What is it that makes me unique? And honestly, don't try too hard to think. Just slap down whatever comes into your head. Think afterwards. Is that all right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm only going to give you about uh, five minutes, and we're just going to listen to the song. Five or six minutes. Do you believe I? Madly in love from the very start. 
Thank you for listening to the iDestiny podcast. For further information, check out www.idestiny.org.uk.